This week on Ask Dan, we're going to talk about the leak of Project Astoria, Continuum on Windows Phone, and why Cortana hasn't gone global yet. Stay tuned. Let's talk about Project Astoria first. We have two questions. What's your thoughts on Project Astoria? And will allowing enthusiasts and modders to sideload be good for the platform, since most consumers won't know it's an option? So earlier this week, the developer tools for Project Astoria were leaked, and people were able to sideload uh, basically Android apps onto their Windows phone. And it's had mixed results, of course. Now, this is not new in a sense that companies like BlackBerry have gone through this process as well. But yeah, so people can basically now sideload some Android apps. We haven't covered it too much because it gets into this piracy thing and it raises the question, where do you get the files, the APKs to do this? So the question is, do I think this is good for the platform? I, I do, but it still remains to be seen how developers are going to leverage these tools. Now, they're bridges because you're not just putting an APK onto your phone, but it's actually connecting up through the Windows Phone hardware. And that's where the actual magic happens. Now, we still need to see if developers are going to actually use these. You have communities like XDA where a lot of enthusiasts gather and basically hack phones. And I think that's really cool stuff. And I used to be part of that community a long time ago. However, I don't think it's very mainstream. So we haven't seen much traffic in the way of this story coming out. And so I think it's a very small segment of people that are basically using it. What do I actually think of the leak itself? You know, I know Microsoft isn't happy about this. The tools are not done. In fact, this is just one of the early releases of it. There's another version coming out soon, which will have a lot more fixes and a lot of improvements. Microsoft likes it in one sense. They are collecting telemetry data from you using it, so it does help them in the long run, but this wasn't a purposeful leak at all. And it does raise questions about piracy, and it's a tough story to cover. I'm not sure Windows Phone wants to be associated with pirated apps on Android, and so that's not necessarily a story that they want to tell. So it's possible to install Google services on Windows 10 Mobile. Do you think Microsoft left this back door for modders, etc.? Once again, I don't really think they left any back doors. I mean, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But um, this idea of being able to install Google services, listen, it's Android. Everything is hackable. And same thing with uh, Windows Phone. So I don't find any of this too surprising. If you really want to follow the story, just look back at BlackBerry. You can go into CrackBerry's forums and actually see the same processes, the same questions, the same hacks coming out that we see for Windows Phone. So it's going to be basically the same thing. But um, I'm not sure Microsoft did anything on purpose. Uh, I don't think sideloading apps for consumers in the long run is going to necessarily help the platform. It's more about what apps are officially available in the store and whether people can just easily download those. Do you know if there are plans for the swipe gestures from IE to move over to the Edge browser when using tablet mode? Yeah, so this is a great question. Uh, regarding Microsoft Edge, it's actually missing a lot of stuff, including the swipe gestures, basically being able to swipe back to go backwards and going forward to go to the next page. It's very common actually on browsers these days to have that, including the old Internet Explorer for Windows 8.1 had it as well. It's not there in Microsoft Edge. It's actually very frustrating. I think this is one of the reasons why people talk about Windows 10 not being exactly tablet optimized. I can tell you that it is definitely coming. It just didn't make the initial release. I expect it's probably for Wave 2, which we're expecting around the October, November timeframe when we all get a new major Windows 10 update. I expect that feature to be there. So just wait a little bit longer and it should come along with those browser extensions. It was said Windows 10 runs on all devices. So why is there a Windows 10 mobile? All right, so this goes into an architecture question about the operating system. It's true, Windows 10 runs everywhere, yet there's a Windows 10 mobile. Why is that? So it's kind of tough. Windows 10, there's two aspects to it. There's what you actually see, and then there's the core the kernel aspect of it. So the idea here is with Windows 10, the core, the kernel is the same across all devices. 
but we know it's going to run on IoT as well, so things without displays. We also know it's going to run on the Microsoft Band 2, which I expect later this fall, possibly October and November. If the Microsoft Band is running Windows 10, it is not running a 3-gig operating system on the Band. It is running the kernel along with some APIs, and so that's what the magic is of Windows 10. The reason we have Windows 10 Mobile is because of the phone stack. That's an important core part of what Windows 10 phone is. So you need to have this aspect of the operating system that's not part of the desktop, the idea of telephony, be able to connect to the phone, the radios, all that kind of stuff. Just the way the phone operates is very different from a traditional desktop PC. So that's why there's a difference. The important part here is two things. One is that kernel is the same across all devices. And of course, developers can make apps that run on all of them without having to change anything. Why wouldn't Microsoft release Cortana and other services in English for the whole world? So this question gets asked a lot, and it's about Cortana, why is it not just available worldwide? And in having talked with the Cortana team, and actually they've talked about this publicly as well, the idea here is Cortana is a very personal assistant. It's not just Bing with voice search, which would allow them to basically release it worldwide very easily. Cortana, though, is customized for each region it's in. So how it behaves in Italy is very different than how it behaves in the U.S. It's to do with the U.K. version and in China. In fact, in China, Cortana has a whole different avatar, different from what we have here in the U.S. and the rest of the world. This has a lot to do with culture, and it's very important for them to be able to get this straight. On top of that, you have local services, too. So, for instance, finding restaurants in the area, finding the latest movies to play. Uh, these aren't a universal system that all apps can just plug into, so they need to tailor it for each region. And it takes time. The idea here is they don't want to release Cortana in a region that only works partly compared to, say, the U.S. or the rest of the world. They're trying to deliver a really unique experience, and the only way they can do that is when they feel comfortable enough that they have gotten all the customized values for that culture. So it takes time, unfortunately. I do think they're moving along, though, and they're getting a lot of feedback. And with Windows 10 on desktop, it should allow them to go a little bit faster. But yeah, we'll just have to wait a little bit longer. Will Continuum work on any Windows Phone 8.1 device like the 640XL? So this question has actually been answered by Microsoft numerous times, but just to get it out there in case you missed it, no. Unfortunately, Continuum only works on new hardware. So we're talking about the CityMan, TalkMan, flagship phones coming out later this year. There's actually a few reasons why this is the case. It's not that they just don't want to give it to current phones. It's actually a hardware issue. You need to be able to drive two displays from the phone, and current hardware just can't do that. So you need an updated chipset, an actual physical hardware thing to make this happen. Obviously, it benefits them to get it to as many people as they possibly can, but unfortunately, you're going to have to wait for those new devices. There's also this other aspect, which is you do need a lot of horsepower to make this happen, which is why you need faster processors. Driving two displays out of a single phone is not something trivial. So you're going to need some newer hardware, and unfortunately, yeah, you're going to have to get newer devices. No continuum for current phones. So that does it for this week's episode. Remember, if you have a question, use hashtag AskDanWindows on Twitter, and maybe we'll pick yours for next week. Thanks for watching. Take care, everybody.